0: For the Life Laundry Podcast with me, Gemma, and me, Chippy. I and left my surname like, out. Share this,
1: yeah. I I see what you're doing. This I left my surname out because I'm
0: not, I don't want to be the you know left out. <laughs> yeah, you join, Arena. Although <laughs> I do know there are many more Gemmas in the UK than there are Chippies. I think most of the Chippies are probably men as well. We we are recording this in. um In a state of flux, I think that's probably the
1: pre pre quarantine self isolation UK. That's what I've described it as. That that's succinct. Yeah, (laughs) the end of the podcast. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, what what day is it today? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, and I think the sixteenth of March.
1: Seventeenth, it's Saint Patrick's Day. Yes. Oh yes,
0: this is what's worrying me. Since when, like you're like you or I are halfway through having like a brainstorm and we're really into our work, and all of a sudden you hear, "Mom, I don't." Well, this understand. is the thing.
1: And so I've been going to. I've been trying to get resources ready. So I've got all my play, hooray, play prompts.
0: Yes, that's a top tip. Play. I've hooray. ordered.
1: Yeah. Play hooray. I've ordered some flashcards from a company called Button and Squirt. I'm just recommending what I've seen. I'm sure there's lots. So anyone I'm sure yeah. can share. Yeah. But um, they just seem like really nice animal flashcards that would possibly entertain all three age groups. Okay. Because I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's like if you've got a range, a age range of kids or you've got a big age gap between your kids, it's how to kind of make sure that you're not completely spread so thin between all three of them that you can't do your work.
0: So what I think I'm going to do is um, Mike's office, um, I've basically thrown him out. <laughs> mm. You see, the biggest, the biggest concern in my house
1: is the 40-year-old because he does not deal well with isolation. He needs a lot of attention. Oh, They well, didn't have workbooks for 40-year-olds in the pound shop.
0: Well, what I've done, um, I have ideas because um, we've spoken before that I'm. I think you and I are quite intro, like introverts, aren't we? Um, yeah, I'm totally happy. I, I self isolate. This is like, yeah. The time. My, um, Mike um, is the opposite, so he sounds like you're, you know Jay sounds the opposite. Yeah. They're quite extroverts. So what I've done is in my head, I've got a mental list in terms of managing the kids if the schools are closed. Um, I've said to him, I think we're going to do him. Working and looking after the kids in the morning, me solely working in the morning and then swapping over. So, like, yeah, we've kind of work shifts. I think that is the only way we can.
1: I think so. 40, I'm thinking 45 minutes
0: mm-hmm.
1: or half an hour, I can't decide, of them doing some work. Yeah. F- followed by 15 to 20 minutes in the garden. I've stocked up on garden bags and stuff like that. We're just going to garden.
0: Yeah okay good. I think I I thought about doing something similar but what I wanted to do was make sure that they didn't lose the structure of their day. I think Thomas seems to think that he's going to lie around on his bed in his pyjamas if that school closes.
1: I was chatting to the headmistress of our school this morning about something else and and how what a weird time it must be to run a school and she was saying that they're thinking about doing what some schools have done which is asking children to wear their school uniform for a lesson has been learned
0: to be fair <sighs> is like I wish it was out now because that book would be helping so many families to structure their day based on
1: yeah so tell us what are your top tips
0: my top tips
1: for this sudden really disrupted time where I mean I think I, I mean we're talking as mums there are loads of Thomas and, and non-Thomas dare we even mention them <laughs> who are not parents but who have are facing the sort of actually having to work at home with their partner
0: Yeah.
1: which for yeah but other people apart from parents so we need Gemma Bray's top time tips for self-isolation slash the q word that makes you uncomfortable
0: lockdown
1: <laughs> mm. yeah. so
0: i would say if, i was thinking about this before if you are used to working in an office i would think about all those times where you pop for a coffee pop to the printer pop for, you know pop to have a chat with with mavis it's a lot of yeah, a lot of around, popping isn't it? And like, because you will, you will go and get yourself a sandwich or something like that. And I will use those bits mm. of time to do something because you're going to be stuck in the house.
1: So you think factor in the pop time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just because you're at home, don't take out yeah. those. It's that thing, isn't it, though, of that fine line. But even maybe us adults need to have this... Um, schedule it's the fine line when you're at home isn't it of making sure that you do have that time to walk to the printer or or just even go and have a stare coffee out of the window but you don't end up five hours later in front of your eighth episode of murder she wrote my yeah it, yeah it. <laughs> <laughs> that made me legal <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens here. I'm not. Just Go, it,
0: I don't know where you don't live too far from me geographically, as the crow flies. Mm. It's a beautiful day here in Kent, so if you can get mm. outside, get get the vitamin D right. Really, oh, important.
1: I was talking about that with my my group and my team this morning. Even if because I'm always coming from a Londoner's point of view, and I know that I'm very lucky to have a, a nice garden and outside space and not everyone does and even if you can open your window and lie in a sunspot like you're a cat that vitamin D is going to not only make you feel better but it's going to boost your immune system um and there's loads of immune boosting stuff that you can do i think part of the thing that we all hate about this is how
0: uncontrollable it is and how... it's hit the nail on the head for me so you know, having a look at your environment so and, and sort of almost section it sectioning it off, so thinking right, this part of my house is going to be where I do my work, right I'm not going to sit on yes. my sofa with my laptop where possible because then yeah. your work time bleeds into your leisure time, and
1: I think that's yeah. really important that's something I've been quite strict about, and very weirdly, my husband and I are very opposites about this because I had really bad insomnia from the age of about 17 till 25 mm-hmm. where I was getting two or three hours sleep a night and it was really bad um I don't look at my phone in the middle of the night if I wake up yeah I don't even look at what the time is I don't look at what the time is and although last week we we're talking about my boffice, yes I do not the boffice is closed it's between like 7 p.m and whenever I start working in the morning morning's fine but I do not work in bed um past a certain time in the afternoon even earlier than seven four or something so that it is completely separate I try and use if I'm working in bed because it is my favorite place and I remember thinking Ruby Wax is even more my hero because she says her bed is her favorite place I think it's a sort of depressed person's safety net but um it's almost like a treat it's like I've done some work downstairs I've done a load of laundry I've done some phone calls I've done a live or done a training Mm -hmm. or whatever and now I can go and do some writing in my bed yeah. So I treat it like a uh, like a treat, but I think that is going to be so important for people who aren't used to working at home, or or partners who are having to both work at home mm-hmm. suddenly, is to make sure you both have separate yeah. places to work.
0: Really simple things as well, like going to sit outside and having a cup of coffee, leaving your phone inside. Um, going, um, mm. to, I always turn my phone off. Um, my phone is set to go to do not disturb at half past eight every evening. Um, so mm-hmm. nothing pings through, because I think what people are going to find, um, and this is something that's really, really important. And it's something that I talk about in the book is that, you know, it's it, how you're managing your time. So you might have someone that goes, because you're a nighttime worker. Yeah, and you might, you might. <laughs> I'm really like, you know what I mean? You come alive. At yeah. Night. Yeah. So like you yeah. might ping off like 20 emails and then, but I might have already finished my work for the day and then all of a sudden Mm. my phone starts ringing and then you get that feeling of oh god I need to reply
1: I have to reply I am constantly backwards and forwards in with Joe about Mm. this because he runs his own company I'm always like can you not be responding to emails at Mm 2am or can you not be because you and I get why he wants to it it's his own company and he wants to always respond to stuff but I'm always like you are the person receiving that email. You're putting them in a position where they feel like they have to be responding to it. And he was like, no, they don't have to. And I was like,
0: that's not how they're going to feel though. Yeah. It's almost like you're setting a precedent. So I'm trying to look at it as like a full stop, almost like new year. So it's like a clean break. Everyone has to go back to square one as it were. So it's a really good opportunity to start to set some new boundaries with your workplace. If you feel like you're stuck in a rut or you're, you know, you feel, like you're all you're taken advantage of now is the time to put some new boundaries in place because you've got a perfect excuse to do it
1: i've been telling my team i've got a team of ladies who um some of whom have quite bad anxiety and i feel like social media can be a very dodgy place to be and possibly for those people who are used to being in an office where you're not allowed on social Mm. media or you're not allowed your Mm -hmm. phone suddenly you're at home and you have more access Mm -hmm. to it be in control. You can mute people. You can snooze your friends for 30 days. (laughs) It doesn't mean you have to unfriend everyone. But if you have someone who is wanging on about, you know, things that make you feel bad or make you feel uncomfortable or you disagree with or whatever, snooze them, mute them. They will never know. And you can be really in charge of your social media and what you're seeing. And also you can think about things that are helping you and and making you feel better about it and you can share that and be the the positive or the bright in someone else's social media feed. So I think it's a really good time for us to show the positive side of social media. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You definitely in control, making sure that you um set new boundaries if you want to because this is uncharted territory for all of us. It's almost like the wild west really. So if you mm-hmm. if you put your flag in the sand or is that the expression you put your flagging I think we can use it you put your flag in the sand and say to you yes I am working from home but I'll be working from home obviously this is a generalization not everybody will be able to do this but really be really strong about guarding and defending your time because not only will you defend your time by doing that you'll also defend your headspace and that is the mental clarity is one of the things that is going to be need protecting savagely over the next ages when we both needed it when we both needed
1: a bit of a kick up the bum with our businesses we would have a phone call at eight o'clock every monday night and we would go through our to-do lists and what we had to do it wasn't like a friendly catch-up that i hugely encourage but it was a business call we'd be like and what how did you do with your taxes did you do your tax return did you get those products up that you needed to did you train your team and it was just having someone to, part, uh, to um, talk about your business ideas with, which was great as a freelancer. But I think if you're used to working in an office environment, then planning an office Zoom call or something can be really helpful where you're like, how's everyone doing? And that kind of thing. I think
0: when- I feel like it's going to force people to almost revert, go back in time a little bit. I think it's going to I hope so. force people I hope to slow so. down. I mean, my my internet is already slowing down. Like my actual internet speed, um, because as, yeah. as the countries, I mean, if mine gets any slower, it's, as the country, more and more people start to work from home, and if children start learning from home, we'll be at dial-up. Yeah. Someone wants you to sing a song. Sing a song. <sighs> They want you like, to sing, you, Gemma. You, you're you, the. You. Well, let's tell the funny story about that time when I, I, de- I, de- oh, no. I can't have any. I can't have too many apricots. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want to, Anyone listening who is a nutritionist <laughs> or someone like that, can you tell us what it is about apricots that make Gemma know. the worst? Is when you send me a message saying, "I've had a really good idea." If I don't pick it up immediately you then go, I've launched it on Instagram. By the way, I've had three coffees and a ba- pack it, of vapour pots, and I'm it's like, blimey! Call it
0: orange because if I have Fanta, it has the same effect. Yeah, but Fanta's going to have loads of shit, oh, in it, isn't it? I don't know. But, yeah, so, I, if I have a lot, it's like I'm I'm jet-propelled. <laughs> like, and there's this... Oh
1: my God, that makes <laughs> it sound like it gives you wind.
0: but. <laughs> and that as well (laughs) but like it it makes me like operate on some sort of weird turbo speed and i when i used to work in an office they used to buy me a punnet of apricots as if they were bored it was a slow afternoon (laughs) someone would come back with some apricots and it all of a sudden we would be having chair races up and down the (laughs) i just find it i
1: also find it very wholesome about you because I used to work in publishing <laughs> where that you know people did bad things all day <laughs> Just and, and I think of yeah and I think of oh god you know 10 years ago it would be people went out for lunch at 11 were doing illegal things in the loos by one so I've got
0: you <laughs> being like, I've had a pack of, so so of the We hadn't, we oh hadn't like known oh. each other long. And um, I, it was like verbal diarrhoea on the WhatsApp voice notes. Yeah. And then I just launched into that Paul Simon song. Oh, my God, that was the most
1: amazing. Okay, that's you why, I'm, that's why that. I'm leading up to it. Um, okay. But I don't you think I'll ever recreate
0: out. it. So I just, I just, it was just a random.
1: I was going to see Paul Simon. In um, Hyde Park, and Gemma and her apricot. Oh, I love said, him! Oh no, no, I yeah, that's it. Paul... That's right. No, I you know said, was. Oh, I don't really know who he is, do I? Oh, hang on, is he the one that sings? And then she did the most amazing rendition. You, ready? That you can call me out. That I, I seriously tried to download and use as my ringtone for quite a while. So I'm ready, everyone. You can call me out
0: the Gemma Bray version. A man was down the street in a I can't, I can't remember the words. I said, Why are you shot of attention? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little sound of attention. Hmm. Hmm. Take me down the alley and <laughs> a backstreet boy. And the <laughs> I mean Since then, since oh, then Paul's I realized be, that I have yeah. got I love Paul Simon's songs. I didn't actually realize they were all by Paul Simon. Like I love for Fifty the first, ways to leave your lover is a good first, one. Just uh, get the on, on back, the Jeff. back, Jeff. Let's a new plan, Stan. Give her the key, Lee. So make yourself free. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: it was it was it was it's sort of a week after that that I started. Every time I would speak to you, I'd be like, "I'm listening to this," and you'd be like, "Oh, I can't <laughs> listen to that anymore." I'd literally, like nothing that I was listening to, I'd be like, i to this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, because I can't listen to that anymore. And I then I'd songs, ask you why. And it would be a yeah, really bloody series. And like,
0: I, so, I, I'm sure this is the same for ev- most people, but songs for me hold def- definite memories. And like, a, a sad oh, yeah. song has, has the power the, to actually put now, me in a depressive state. Whereas a really happy song can lift me up. But it me means up. that
1: now there's a particular song that I listen to that makes me... Want to slap a certain person in your previous existence in the face? <laughs> so ruin that so song ruined that for, for me. But yeah, I find if it comes on the radio in the car, I'm literally by the time we get to wherever we're going, I'm like, I'm taking someone down. And Joe's like, What you were really happy until we got in the car? And I'm like, Yeah, well, now I'm now I'm gonna smack. So that's why it that takes me. me so Joe's long
0: like, to do the playlist because I'm like, Oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh no.
1: I'll have Flashback to that. Um, and we had a question
0: funny. from Grace: Is how do we, you and I, as um, yeah. get over yeah. being on, like as Instagrammers or people yeah. of influential <laughs> yeah, you being a an- <laughs> nurse, um, get over the yeah. pressure of having feeling like we have to portray that we're perfect all the time? Because she's that she, she's saying that she's she struggles with it, and she's not on Instagram. lead in a way it's not great but I always lead with my imperfections first because I know that if I get them out the way and people are okay with them then we're going to be fine so I just go for it like I have no qualms about anything obviously I wouldn't show them me my knickers because that's like not good but like it's I would say the more you worry about it the more of a problem it becomes and then the more you start to play up to that image the harder it is to maintain it and I have seen it in some of the people that I know and associate with and um, it can have <laughs> <laughs> I use I chose that very carefully. yeah and um, no I'll talk about Thanks. you like you know some some people that you see, I like I was talking to someone who shall remain nameless, who a lot of people will know, and they were like, I really regret using filters on my Instagram because genuinely, when I look at myself in the mirror, I get a shock. <laughs> so I
1: obviously am not an influencer, but I have a very, I'm quite, but I'm doing a serious voice. So I'm quite yes. firm about this. I'm a makeup artist. And I don't, I mean, I sometimes use the eyelash filter if I've not got any makeup on. So I'm not here to be like, I've never used a filter. I, when I'm showing you makeup, I don't use a filter. Um, I am very much mm-hmm. imperfect. I have been blessed with not caring what people think of me I care what you think of me Gemma well I, l- I, I, love, you I love you very much thanks but so if I did something that offended you I would be concerned about it but I don't really care what people think if someone I don't know on the internet thinks I'm ugly I don't care so that helps and I understand that that's quite unusual but it means that I don't. I, I I can unfilter myself. However, I my, well, since as long as I can remember, I've really hated my face and
0: my no, personality. You, I don't also don't have <laughs> so, you
1: because so no. So I find it very difficult.
0: Sorry, can we just? I'm just to... pausing this podcast to say that everyone thinks. Yeah. Everyone who sees this. Once it's pointed out to everyone, you'll never want to see it. Chippy looks like Anna Kendrick. You do? I don't that, oh and god. I think she's stunning. Oh my I think god, got put that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay? Chip. Okay. Anyway,
1: I get that <laughs> a lot. But I don't think it I don't see it. I did once meet my doppelganger. It was what, Anna Kendrick. Terrifying. It no like she looked oh. like my twin she came she was seeing a guy at uni someone came and knocked on my bedroom door and said this guy is going out his new girlfriend's in the bar <gasps> she is your twin and so I went downstairs and had a look and it was like looking oh no no, i
0: like that
1: it was freaky no it was horrible I went did what any sensible woman would do and I went straight back to my room drank a bottle of wine and smoked 40 cigarettes to get over it um but yes so I don't like my face and I don't like my personality and therefore I I that's what I struggle with I struggle with comparing myself to other people and wishing that I was them which I think a lot of people do I think there's that comparison thing um and I'm very happy that on one side I think that nobody ever looks at my Instagram and thinks Oh, she's so perfect and beautiful and blah, blah, blah. And I think actually there's a lot more women out there in the world who don't feel perfect and don't feel beautiful. And therefore I'd much rather connect with them, if you see what I mean. And if if me not being perfect and not being beautiful and just being me works, uh, makes me more connectable with them then that's fine. That, that's fine for me. But I, it doesn't mean that I don't look at beautiful women doing beautiful makeup on Instagram and think, God, if I'd been born with her face, my life so would I've be so much better.
0: So I've got two things to say about this. The first thing is um, a practical thing that I um, have to mm. credit Sally, women with sparkle, um, on Instagram with. Mm. Um, and she said when I was um, having trouble with like trolling and stuff like that, and it really did get to me like, I, was, I had a real crisis of, um, mor- like, a, a, like a moral crisis, really. It's like I, I didn't know whether, to, whether people wanted me to be aspirational or motivational, um, but I had a problem with being aspirational because I didn't want to portray perfection. Um, and anyway, so she told me that um, if, I, if I was to sign a contract and said 80% of the people in your life will really like you, but twenty percent won't. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Are you okay with that? And I was like, Well, yeah, of course, because when you put it like that, eighty percent like me. And she's like, That's true of anybody, yeah. and it's something that normally you don't hear or see. So now I focus on the eighty percent. Um, and also,
1: quite often with the internet, that twenty percent are going to be very vocal. And that's the problem. But also what I would say to this, to, to Grace is what does not work in life or in real life or online life no, is not being more You can authentic. see right
0: through it and you just make yourself miserable. And
1: I would love to have, I would, do you know what? I would just love to have over 10,000 followers on Instagram so I can have swipe up. That's all I want in life. I don't need <laughs> 100,000 I'm not you know I'm not Gemma Bray I just want to be able to do swipe up yeah well that's you important If that's I important to your much. business I think it's ridiculous that you that it's just a ridiculous rule quite frankly. but yeah it's annoying um but but the thing is and and so sometimes I do find myself saying if I had a better personality I would have 10,000 followers Because there are loads of makeup people who have over 10,000 followers. And if I had a better personality, but I also know that that's my brain talking. And I also know that I need to be authentically me. And therefore people have to just get on board with my personality or they're not going to follow me. And that's fine. But I think if you try and be too aspirational and you're trying to be what you think people want to see, you get yourself into this state of like... Not knowing what to post, not knowing, do you know what I mean? And judging uh, yes, yourself. Yes, absolutely.
0: I completely agree. And sometimes, in, in it's often late at night, whilst I am musing, like not able to sleep, I. Oh, you're musing. No, I thought using. you said musing. <laughs> I know, like me using my apricots. Um, I um, I often I often <laughs> have thoughts. I like liken Instagram to almost or social media, really, almost to be like a. Eco, what's the word. I've lost my vocabulary this week. A um, micro climate. No, what's the word, Chippy? Mm. No, microbiome. Um, no, that's <laughs> the skincare.
1: Um, a Micro, no, like <laughs> micro view, like a little.
0: Well, they say, like, so, like Instagram. Like, okay, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm obviously going to edit this bit. Right, so I think that Instagram or social media is almost like a condensed version of real life. And it makes it worse. It's like six form. Mm. And I read this book by Sophie White. I actually listened to it on Audible. Actually, if you are listening to this self-isolating, download it and listen to it on Audible by Sophie White. It's called Filter This. It's a really good book. And it is so close to the wire and it's about this young lady who um i think it's based in ireland who is looking up, up to all these irish influences on her instagram and she gets lost in this world of trying to replicate it so much so that she has like a really small bedroom that she that she, i think she um shares a house with someone but she's transformed this corner to look like she lives in a much better house and um she eventually um I'm not gonna ruin it but she it's her story she eventually gets in with the in crowd and it is so close to it that if you read that book you will see that every single person even if they look amazing because one of Grace's questions was you know I see all this perfection on Instagram and I can't replicate it and it's make and as my kids get older it's making me feel even worse because I can't take them on all the fancy holidays, etc. If you read that book, Grace, I haven't
1: been able to go on no. holiday for two years, and I was about to go to Mallorca on the Uh-oh. trip that I'd won with work Uh-oh. in May. I don't no. think that's going to happen, so I'm I'm here with you on the note. So no, download the no to it
0: because it will put everything into perspective. And every, everybody on Instagram, everybody on Instagram is it's you don't get to see the whole thing
1: no and i have friends who are big influencers you do you know
0: a lot of big influencers, big. bigger than me I mean, and
1: <laughs> yeah but are, i always know everyone slightly second hand um if you see what i mean i'm always on the fringes never that's because i'm a social <laughs> hand grenade but anyway the um and they were, and I remember sitting with them once, and they were like, all this group of of influencers who are seen to be a big group of friends mm-hmm. hate each other. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what? And she was like, yeah, they they all don't like mm-hmm. each other. They all slag each other off all the time. And I thought, God, they're that's so weird because that that group of people are, are a lot younger than us. And I thought, they're yeah. it's just so false but they're trying to make a living well that's why i get
0: that's why and
1: so they're doing what they need to do to to make a living but it just seems so false to me yeah um and i find that it is because at the end
0: of the day it's a business they're not people generally aren't on instagram for shits and giggles i mean a lot of people are but the big people are making big money no, just ignore it and get on. Mm-hmm. Ignore it, Grace, and just go about your. You know, put put your hair up in a mum bun, which I can't do anymore because it's too short. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I'm alright with that. It's it easier to long. do in the morning. So yeah,
1: what I've got, I've got enough mum bun. I've got enough mum bun for both of us. Yeah, mum bun for both of us. Hang on. What what is it, baby? Mama, can I talk to you when you're done? Yes. Um. So yeah, I think I think oh I think social media is tricky, and I think, uh, yeah, don't judge yourself by the no, absolutely someone not, and it's snapshot. hard, it's hard for
0: everybody to do, but you know who does it brilliantly, and you know who just proves the fact that you don't have to be perfect is Celeste Barber. Oh absolutely my god, she's couldn't
1: a queen. Give...
0: She, she couldn't is care. such a queen. And I think we should, if we all no, she's amazing. went around about our life like that, I think it would just be, how refreshing would that be?
1: And interestingly, when I first met you, one of the first gifts I got you was Still a What Would that. Celeste yeah. Barber do. do. And, yeah, and how many years, two years later or whatever, I we still we still stand by that like she's not no changed she's still herself she's still amazing she doesn't give a crap she's hilariously funny and she's hilariously funny and making a huge success of it and still being because she's being authentic it. she has not changed yeah and I think that's what's so important I think oh.
0: Positive in the week. Let's share our favourite funny film.
1: You're only allowed. Oh, okay. I've, I'm so. i uh, Okay, top three. We're
0: we doing top, top, three, top five. Top three. Oh, what? Okay, <laughs> right. one. Um,
1: top
0: Muriel's Wedding.
1: Okay, you
0: go. Yeah, Muriel's Wedding. You go now. I need to think of another oh, one. <laughs> yeah. What? Never Foul play.
1: Foul play. It's really? the most underrated Goldie Horn movie. Goldie Horn, Chevy Chase. Yeah, it's
0: really good. That era, okay, eighties. It's not good. a funny film. Could even be seventies, um, but it's it's still uplifting, right? Um, Working girl with Melanie Griffith. Yeah. River, river, oh, let,
1: river run. let the river run the, the nations. Nations. Yes, amazing. The the new Jerusalem. Such a good folk <laughs> The new Jeru <Jerusalem>. I've <laughs> <Yeah, you know. laughs> gone too deep um, When I became pregnant with my first child it—you know I gained a child I lost the ability to watch anything but kind of 70s, 80s feel-good films and Working Girl was one of the ones that was on regularly. I watched like Working Girl Overboard Splash. Yeah,
0: got it. So go. So, next you go, you
1: go. So good. Uh, okay, this one is actually, it does make me cry at the end every single time. Uh. Um, but it doesn't make everyone cry, oh, just me. Yeah. Um, Crocodile yeah. Dundee. That's not an night. I love it,
0: I love it. when
1: she's running for the tube at the end, literally. Yeah. That <laughs> like literally, I think it's the way my husband lets me watch it just so that he can see that I'm not completely emotionally dead inside because I'm like, she's running for him. She throws her shoes off. Um, I've got that's one more. Great. Um, um, I'm um, thinking, I'm thinking, my, you you, you yeah, you got a third one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gentlemen prefer yeah. blondes. Any, like, Gentlemen prefer blondes, how to marry a millionaire or the seven year itch any vintage
0: i've got one i've got one like marilyn
1: to... film you won't like these or...
0: save the last dance yeah. and bring it on yeah bring it on
1: oh god <laughs> oh god my two my two besties took me to see oh no I no i think no, it was save no, the, last it dance to
0: the one two? with um what's the name styles
1: Oh, God, 10 Things I Hate About You is a fantastic I've gone
0: one. over a list. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I can't remember, but I remember sitting in between them whilst they just spent the entire time looking at me as I just sat there <laughs> thunderously angry at having Oh, to A Maid in Manhattan. I love me Watch such tripe. Um oh, I oh, do man- like that. Oh, I haven't and seen that. And Manhattan. that's almost full circle a because whole it starts with... Of-
0: um, it starts with um a Paul Simon song. Um, da- Julio down in the schoolyard. Julio. <laughs> me,
1: yeah. me and Julio down by the schoolyard. I'm singing loud. Um, <laughs> the station.
0: investigation. It's against the law. <laughs> it it's against the law.